Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 6th of June 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Fond hellos go out to our fellow Hong Kongers, both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. One more show before the summer break. Our June show has a theme, Asking for a Friend, and will be performed on the 29th of June at the Fringe Club. Tickets are on sale soon. You can also pitch your story to be in the show or join a free workshop to improve your public speaking. Find all the details on hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now with the story told live on stage in November 2022 in a show that, that had the theme, Say What? Here's Vincent. So I'd always, I'd always dreamed of climbing the Mont Blanc. The Mont Blanc is 4,809 meters high. That's vertical distance. The highest mountain in the Alps. We were a team of four. First of all, I asked my friend Wayne, Wayne, can you help me to climb the Mont Blanc? Wayne, I have to tell you, is a mountain guide. He's a mountain man. Yes, he said, I can help you. But it's, it's not easy. And I smiled. And he, he looked at my smile and he said, do you know a hundred people lose their lives in accidents on Mont Blanc every year? My smile disappeared. We ended up being a team of four. Wayne, a mountain guide. Myself, a complete novice. Another friend, a novice, Sean-Yves. And a further friend, Philippe, who again was a mountain guide. So we had good people to take us up to the mountain. We got to Chamonix, which is the bottom of the Mont Blanc. And Wayne had brought all the equipment. And when I saw the equipment, wow, it was so exciting. We had boots, we had crampons, we had gaiters, we had harnesses, we had helmets, we had with torches on the top, we had nice gloves, and we took a telecabine, a kind of a take you up to the top of the mountain, and we went to the refuge, the first refuge. As we got out of the refuge, now I look around and there's snow everywhere. It's really fantastic. It's a bright sunny afternoon and I can see glistening on the mountain of the Mont Blanc the glaciers as they tumble down the mountain. We go to the refuge and we go to bed at five o'clock. Why at five o'clock? Because we're going to get up at midnight. When you climb the mountain at night, it's safer. Okay, I'll go along with that. So we meet... At midnight, we put all the gear on, we rope ourselves together. So Wayne will take the lead, I'll go second, Jean-Yves, the other novice, goes third, and then Philippe goes fourth. We start climbing the glacier, and we're weaving in and out of the crevasses. I take a look with my torch down one of the crevasses. Yeah, it's deep, it's really deep. And I step away from the, from the edge of the crevasse. We get to the top of the first climb and everything goes to plan. We take a rest for five or ten minutes. But now the snow is getting deeper. The slope is getting steeper. 
and my breath is starting to go. I just mentioned, I mean, at the time I was running marathons and I thought I was super fit, but you'll hear the story. So we started climbing the second mountain, zigzagging a lot more than we did on the first one. And we were in a procession of 200 people. So there's roughly 200 people climb the Mont Blanc every day all through the summer season. And we were in that procession. And when we got to the end of the second climb, the end of the second climb is an almost vertical wall, about 40 meters long, and precipitous drops on either side. And there was a queue building up. So we decided we'll take a photo. I walked to the edge and there was a ledge on the glacier. As I looked over the edge, I could look all the way down to Chamonix, two miles below. But I felt secure because I was fixed to the glacier, I was fixed to Genève, and I was fixed as well uh, to, to my other colleague. Sorry, to Wayne. Excuse me. So I was fixed to Wayne. So I felt confident and I smiled. I smiled a very broad smile. So by this time, the, cr the crowd waiting to climb up this face had, had calmed a bit. So the, the procedure was that Wayne would climb up to the top. He was the expert. He would then fix a rope at the top. He lowered a rope down for myself. I tied it onto my harness. And I started to climb up using my crampons, using the ice hack, using my snow gloves, inch by inch going up this almost vertical wall. And I was almost at the top. I was well over three quarters of the way up. When suddenly a group of Italians started free climbing up the wall. Now, what does that mean, free climbing? They were doing it without any security. And of course, if one of them had fallen, of course, he just died straight away. But he could take other people with him. And there was a, a lady that was beside me that just freaked completely. She froze on the wall. She was maybe 10 meters from the top. She had a guide, and the guide was saying, it's okay, you're going to be okay, just climb to the top. I climbed to the top, and we all watched this spectacle and I think after about half an hour, they managed to get it up to the top. And of course, when they got it to the top, she was in such a state, they had to call a helicopter to take her down. Now, we're over the most serious part of the climb. The climb to the peak of the Mont Blanc now is very gentle. So Wayne turns to me and said, it's just step by step. Now, by this time, I was the slowest of the four people uh, climbing in our team. So they put me at the front. So they would all march at my pace. Step by step, we actually got to the peak. We got to the peak and it was absolutely tremendous. High fives, there were hugs, and we all felt great. We'd done it. We got to the top of the Mont Blanc. Wayne said to me, he could see I was running out of energy. He gave me an energy bar. He said, eat the energy bar, which I did dutifully. And Two minutes later, I was sick. I was sick, and I could easily say I was sick as a dog. I mean, I was sick to the pit of my stomach. They gave me some water. I drank the water, 
two minutes later I was sick again. So there I was with all this elation of getting to the top, but I, I, I really, to put it mildly, I felt like shit. So it's time to come down. We start walking down. I'm getting slower and slower. I've got altitude sickness. I'm getting slower and slower, and I see the look on Wayne's face, and he's starting to look worried, and, and that's a bad sign for me. And then out of his bag, he takes a big two-meter-by-two-meter two two plastic sheet and lays it on the snow. And I, I look at it thinking, well, what's that for? And he tells me to sit on it. Dutifully, I sit on the plastic sheet. He takes one corner, Philippe takes the other corner, and they start pulling me down the mountain. <laughs> so I'm being dragged, and I feel at this point, I'm, I'm feeling this is so nice. I, it almost felt opulent. <laughs> they dragged me all the way down to the next refuge. So now already we've descended around 1,000 meters from the peak. At the next refuge, straight away I got off the sheet and I went to look at the next descent. It was steep, it was rocky, and as I looked over the edge, my head started to swirl. All I could think was helicopter. <laughs> helicopter. Helicopter. It was going through my brain. I went back to the refuge manager and to the refuge manager and said, could you call me a helicopter? And he looked at me, and he was, he was kind of smiling at the same time. He said, are you sure? I said, yes, I'm sure. Please call me a helicopter. But instead, he gave me a bottle of Coke. It was strange, a bottle of Coke. He said, see that sofa over there? Go and sit on the sofa, drink that Coke, Try and have a sleep. Then when you wake up, come and see me. I'd, I was able to drink the Coke and I wasn't sick. I went to sleep. I woke up. And before I even went to see him, I went out to look at the descent. And actually, it didn't look so bad now. It looked like I could do it. And even I was feeling a little bit of spring in my step. I go back to the, to the refuge manager and say, what was in that Coke? And he said, it was just Coke. So we, we kitted up again. We took the final descent down to the Mont Blanc tramway without any real problems. The Mont Blanc tramway, and then we returned back uh, to Chamonix. So... We were all so elated, we were really happy. We went for a beer and celebrated with each other. I realized my dream. Two weeks later, I took a lunch with Wayne and he said to me, did you hear? Did I hear what? Remember that ledge on the Mont Blanc where we took a photograph? It fell off and it took four people with it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. Music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>